the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon, along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is the first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women gain control of their lives again. Hey guys, it's good to have you back here today. I'm glad to see everyone. You guys all doing good? Doing good. Doing great. We, we uh, you know, Pastor Ed and I just want to say it's good to have you back. Yeah. You oh, know, um, yeah. Uh, thank you to the audience, those that were praying for you. It really is good to have you in this uh radio show. I sure appreciate all the prayers uh, from, the, from the audience and from you guys, and it really made me feel better. I feel good again. I feel like myself. So God bless you guys, and thank you. Um, you know what? Um, let's go ahead and start off the show with, um, uh, we're going to talk about loneliness tonight, folks, and that seems like to be one of the biggest topics, you know, not a topic, but um, what happens during the holidays. But um, let's go ahead with the positive thing right now. Let's go ahead and talk about the park. You guys want got anything you want to share about what happened in the parks? With the homeless? Mm. I, I have a lot to say. Um, there are some scriptures we're going to be reading tonight uh, on, on loneliness. And, you know, for what God has called us to do is to go. You know, he, he said yes. go. And uh, we've gone, and uh, we go every single week. And some of those folks are pretty lonely that we get to minister yeah. on the streets. And uh, there's many times where we're going to the, the park, and they just they just flock to us, you guys. I, I have not thought about this audience until today. They show up every week. So that not only is, is even Paul, the, 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 the people we're going to read about to, tonight, and, and just all those that God used, not only do we need the fellowship— but we're all we all get we hit a place of loneliness and i started to think about it guys we are there for many folks praise god praise god but we're there for many of the folks that come week by week they're really looking forward to seeing us you you really touched the point there um they are gathered there they know that we're faithful and true to be there for them um we have the clothing for them we have the food for them we have the message for them Mm -hmm. but mostly we have love for them and they feel that and they know that and yeah i was going to say we've got one more thing we've got an ear for them yes you know they're out there They're all in the same boat, so when they complain about something, the other one says, yeah, I had the same thing. But when they come to us, we listen. And I I think that helps them in terms of having somebody to bounce things off of and get some encouragement back and and not just encouragement but some help. And, of course, those people we pray for, too. And I think they've gotten to where they depend a lot on that prayer as well. 
because that's part of their hope. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I do want to add, of course, and, and I did have that, that just that thought, that revelation as to where the, we're there for those folks. Um, they look forward to seeing us. And you know what? Praise God. You know, we don't need any pat, any pats on the back, but praise God. He gets us there every week, and uh, we like to see them also. Right. You know, and we are in here. We get to love them up. We get to... We get to try and just be a glimpse to our Savior and uh, love these folks up and give them the truth. Um, this past week we did. We had um, the one person, you and I, John, that had met from high school. Oh, yes. And I have used um, – we've, we've met many folks from high school. Yes. And, of course, we won't say any names, but um, I got to, a chance to talk to that person again this past week, and we, we um, played the name game. But – Folks, again, and we might have mentioned it last week there, Pastor Ed, but um, we just don't know. Our family can be out there, our friends, old high school mates. Um, Of course, we're going to love them up whether we know them or not, Um, but it's just part of every single one of our lives. But I had a chance to pray with that person some more. And um, I think that she was a little bit open because God opened that door when you were talking to her that week, that she even a little bit more trust came through. Yes. It's like, I know these guys. They were born here. We went to school together. Maybe I'll listen to that message. You know, it's all up to the Holy Spirit. But man, oh man, when God can use us and open the doors, um, I had a sweet time, again, spending time with that person. You know, um, homelessness does not uh, judge by gender, color, any of that. It, it, it just goes and grabs anybody. Anybody can become homeless at any time. And, you know, um, we can look at the Depression. Remember the Great Depression? There's a lot of people that lost a lot of money through the banks and everything, and they became a lot of homelessness came out there. So that's the thing about it. And, you know, when we spend time with them, folks, and we're talking with them, and they're opening up, they're... I think we put a stigma on them thinking, no, man, look at they're just a bunch of druggies or a bunch of alcoholics. But when you sit there and you really hear their story, folks, and they're sitting there talking to you, that is a person. That is a, uh, that is a child of God that is hurting, that has been, been hurt, and all they know how to do is to react on that hurt what they get. And you know what? The hope has been taken away. So, folks... I don't know if God's speaking to you or anything. If you see someone out there that's homeless, tell them that, you know, go up there and talk to them, share a little bit with them, and I think you'll get a different reaction on these people. Um, I always say do it on a cautious side if you, you know, um, there there is some people out there that that um, need to be taken some medication, I believe is a nice word to say about it. But um, but the majority of them, they're they're just like you and me. It's just that they're having a rougher time. They either need to take medicine or they're taking the wrong medicine. Either that, That's too. Right. That's exactly to be careful. So, yes. And, and you said, you know, a lot of those folks, we don't know their circumstances. So many times a lot of us will just we'll, we'll look at each other and go, what has that person been through? Yeah. And so to kind of relate it to tonight, folks, uh, as Pastor John just said, many of them have been hurt. Well, many of you have been hurt. Yes. So all we can say is we pray that God's word will speak to you tonight. And I can't wait to get started because um, I think we can all fit in this category of loneliness. Man, you hit it right there. That's exactly what the topic is tonight, folks. It's called loneliness. So if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and jump right into it. You know, this is a time and seasons when um, we lost our loved ones. Things are happening. I don't know the crisis, what happened, or the situation that you might be in. Maybe you might be one of the lonely ones there. But I want to start off by saying, 
you're not lonely because God loves you mm-hmm. and God cares about you. And although we don't feel it, we do know by Scripture, He says, I never forsake you or never left you. So I just want to let you know in your loneliness time, try to always remember that God is always with you. And I'm going to start it off by um, Psalm 68, 6. And this is what it says. God places the lonely in families. He has set the prisoners free and gave them joy. But he makes the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. So God will give you a family. If you're lonely out there, I would say plug yourself into a church. Become and meet some friends. But I'm going to go ahead, and this is what I I wrote down. I'm going to go and start it off, guys. Here we go. God is concerned about your loneliness. Look to him for an eternal friendship. And trust him to guide you to a healthy friendships with others. And that's what is I wrote down, and that's what I kind of feel that God can do for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I can base this on, and this is why I love to write this down because I love to base it on Scripture, folks. And I, I got First Kings nineteen ten verses ten to twelve, and I wrote down here, God encouraged the lonely. And I think you might all remember this, uh, uh, folks. It's about Elijah, the prophet, when Ahab was chasing and killing all the prophets. Him, Jezebel, were killing the prophets. And this is what it says. And I'll go ahead and read you the scripture first. And it says, here's uh, verse 10. Elijah replied, I have, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. Folks, we found out that he's a very lonely guy, but he's on the run. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says on number verse 11, it says, Go out and stand before me on the mountain. This is what the Lord told him. And, I, and Elijah stood there. And he, he went up on the mountain and stood there. And the Lord passed by. A mighty wind hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire. And the Lord was not there. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. You know, it just tells you right there about God. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to come with the mighty. He can come that way if he wants to come that way, and he can do what he really wants to do. But he's a gentle God. He, he, he's, a, he's a loving God. He's a merciful God. Mm-hmm. And if we're really still and quiet and we really ask him, we can hear him, and he'll talk to us. And now the funny thing about it is is that I would love to hear him audible. That would be awesome to me. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, he talks to you through friends, the Bible, and others, other ways. So if we're listening and we're really quiet to listen to him, we can hear him. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to let you go again for the lonely out there. God is always with you. And I got, I got here, it says, friends help in time of loneliness. And that's in um, Eselastics, Eselastics um, 4. Chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. And it says here, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If the one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone who falls alone is in real trouble. So I'll just stop right there. Um, that's 9 and 10. I'll just go ahead. And, um, and that's the thing about it, folks. If, if you are alone or something you, you're not getting out, or maybe you just don't have those friends, there's, I can tell you, if you plug yourself into a church, 
there's a lot of good people that will help you and be there for you and become good friends. Mm-hmm. So that's another one there. Okay, so we'll go on to uh, Matthew. I got Matthew twenty-eight twenty, and I wrote here, God always, re- um, re- um, <clears throat> God always remains within us. And that one right here, this is when Jesus was uh, resurrected again from after being crucified. And he met up on his disciples up there in Galilee, up on the mountain. Remember when he told them, I'll meet you up there? And this is what it says. And um, this is when Jesus came to his disciples. And he says, "Teach, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. And this is what it says, folks. I am with I am with you always even to the end of the ages. Mm -hmm. So I just want to remind you there, again, God is with you when you're alone. Reach out to him. And and I'm I got another one here. It says a cure to loneliness is seeking a friend. And that's in Proverbs 18, 24. And it says here, says there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. So, in loneliness times, um, I can. There's so many examples that I can tell you about in lonely times. Look at um, Jonah. Jonah was told by God, "You're going to go down there and you're going to go preach that message and have these people repent." And well, he didn't want to go there because those people. He was afraid that they were going to kill him too. And he took off and he ran. And then God just shows you that God's always with you. He knew exactly where he's going. He met him up, threw him in the belly of the fish. And you know what's a great thing about it? I was studying that the other night. There's a Welsh, it's a, sh- a shark, and it's like a whale. And I can't remember the name. I don't want to say, I can't remember it. But it has a mouth that can open with no teeth. And it, it can open and swallow a horse whole. And it's, it can open its mouth ten feet wide Sper- by two. sperm whale. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's another one too. It's, I can't remember the name of the shark, but it's called that. But it can swallow men. It has seven compartments, and it said that in these compartments, that it can it's seven feet long, no, fourteen feet long, uh, ten feet wide, and seven feet high. So it can definitely hold a man in there. Uh-huh. And it says after it starts giving this uh, uh, this uh, uh, shark a headache as well, that it will literally go to a dry ground and spit out whatever it has in its contents. Wow. So it just shows that, you know, that it is backed by the word of God and, you know, God's word is true. So I just want to say that, but I'll go ahead and switch it over to you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to uh, take up next uh, in Job, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this real quick uh, because it's a, kind of a long introduction. But uh, Job was a man who was uh, a man after God's own heart, kind of like David, and and uh, Satan decided to give him a, tour, a test, so God allowed him to uh, lose all all of his possessions. His family all died. This is all in one day. Family all died. People stole his his animals. They burned his flock, uh, his uh, fields, and uh, he ended up out in this ash uh, place where they burned the ash anyway. And uh, and he was cut off from from everybody that he knew. So the loneliness started to set in. And of course, who do you look for for help? You look for your wife. And her response was, why don't you curse God and die? <laughs> so now you talk about loneliness. There's nobody around. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there in these ashes, and here comes three of his friends. And I'm sure in his mind he's going, oh, boy, here comes somebody that's going to encourage me. 
Well, these three guys come in and they sit down and they sit there for a day and a half before anybody speaks. And when they do, they start telling him how wrong he is. You've sinned. You need to repent. And they're going through all this stuff. And he's saying, no, that's not me. So here are his friends supposedly come to encourage him and they start tearing him down. You talk about being lonely. Where do you turn now? Because there's nobody there. I'm going to read a little bit out of Job chapter 7. I want you to hear the point he had reached in his loneliness. It says, I too have been assigned months of fruitility, long and weary nights of misery. Lying in bed, I think, when will it be morning? But the night drags on, and I toss till dawn. My my body is covered with the maggots and scabs. My skin breaks open and oozes with pus. My days fly faster than a weaver's shuttle, and they end without hope. Oh man, that's that's the bad part. It, the days end with no hope. And when we're out there working with the homeless, boy, that's where they're at. So many have reached that point of they don't have any hope. Yes. Verse 7 says, Oh God, remember that my life is but a breath, and I will never again feel happiness. You see me now, but not for long. You will look for me, but I will be gone. Just as a cloud dissipates and vanishes, those who die will not come back. They are gone forever from their home, never to be seen again. Mm. Now, that's a, that's a, a really low place in a person's life. So, where do you turn for help? Well, his friends have already turned against him. His wife has turned against him. And all of this that's happening is being allowed by God. He had nowhere to turn. Yeah. You talk about being lonely. Boy, that that would have been really hard to, uh, to uh, get through. And Job struggles a lot getting through it. I want to, I want to go over to uh, chapter 42. And uh, drop down around uh, verse 10. I read 10 and 11. And, and if you read the rest of Job, you find that, that Job and God have a lot of discussion. <laughs> and God finally gets through to Job as to where things are going and that, and uh, just, just hang on that things are going to be okay. So here's what gets Job out of his loneliness, out of his uh, misery. Verse 40, or in 42, verse 10, it says, When Job prayed for his friends, and I'm going to stop right there. I'll tell you what, loneliness, a lot of it is created in our own minds. Somebody t- says something that does not sit well with you, and you kind of think, well, they're not my friends anymore. And you can kind of create your own loneliness mm-hmm. uh, just by the way people react to you but when he got his mind off of himself and began to pray for his friends boy did that turn his life around Uh, again verse 10 when job prayed for his friends the lord restored his fortunes in fact the lord gave him twice as much as before and then here's what happens after he started praying his for his friends on verse 11 then all his brothers sisters and former friends came and fasted with, or feasted with him in his home and they consoled him and comforted him because of all of the trials the lord had brought against him and each of them brought a gift of money or a gold ring so <clears throat> so once he got his mind off himself begin to pray for others uh, 
then things God began to work in his life, and he restored the relationships with these people, restored uh, the things that uh, of his life. You get down to verse 16, and it says, Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who lived a long, full life. But it's a story of a man that went through loneliness. He went through a lot of trials. But when he began to get his eyes off of himself, he began to listen to what the Lord was telling him. And then he began to pray for his friends. It brought him out of this loneliness, brought his relations back, restored his relations. So when we get lonely, and I think we've all gone through this loneliness one time or another in our lives, and maybe even going through it right now. But you need to... um, you need to start looking at people, other people and right. begin to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've gone on long enough. <laughs> hey, go ahead, Blake. No, yeah. I, I'm over here a little dumbfounded, you guys. I'm almost uh, di- I'm lost of words. Ah, but, um, no, that is just incredible, incredible uh, insights. And uh, I love kind of being third base here with you guys because I get to kind of um, encourage some of the things you said. And um, with with that loneliness, loneliness that you talked about with Job, um, Pastor Ed, it really sp- struck my heart of a dear, dear friend, probably my best friend in life. And uh, he thought he was alone. We We kept taking him lunch every day, trying to spend time with him, encouraging him. Thought he was alone, and he did pass away. You know, he did uh, pass, and... Um, even as a man um, who knew many folks, he just felt alone. There was many people that reached out to him, but at his memorial service, um, John, and I believe you were there. Yes, you were. There was 250 people. Yes. Oh, that was, yeah. That, you know, it was like a reunion that I haven't been to high school like that. That's yeah, he, fe- he felt alone. Yes. And, and so I just want to agree with what you had to say, um, Pastor Ed. It's, 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 it's kind of a, a feeling. It's kind of sometimes we just get really down, and then we don't really want to reach out, even though there's people that love you. You know, Blaine, and that's exactly it. He, he felt alone, but it's how, how many people showed up and loved him and really cared that's for right. him? And, you know, so the devil can do a lot and make you feel alone. So, uh, you know, I definitely, and I wish that... If he would have probably seen that, you know, it might have changed things a little bit. I think so, too. Um, and then also, as as you mentioned, um, John, just going through all the scriptures you mentioned, I it, it just struck my heart, this, this statement. I don't even know if I'll get to a scripture tonight, but you if you are alone, folks, start a relationship with God. His Son and the Holy Spirit will lead you. I want to say personally right here, if you're listening, if you're feeling alone with God, as John said, we are never alone. We need to hear His voice. If you are out there right now listening and you do not have a Bible in your hands, we do want you to call, contact this ministry. We will bring one to you and and coach you on a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will all you will have them by your side when you're when you're down, when you're up, when you're sick when you're dying when you're on the mountaintop there's so many times guys after we leave the park i feel like i just want to be on a roof just get me on a roof with my hands in the air praising god because we get to watch what god does so um, i want to encourage our group you know start a relationship with god you need a bible if you do not have a bible we will get you one we'll get you that number at the end of the night um the scripture then i'll get to then is from acts it says and from the acts um sorry i'm really excited over here acts 28 15 
It says, And from there, when the brethren heard about us, they came to meet us as far as um, I think that's a pie, a pie forum and three ends. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. We all need to be encouraged, even Paul. And, and when we hear about somebody, you know, family members, a lot of relationships have been broken. A lot of things have happened in our lives, God, our folks. But we need to seek God with all of our hearts. He's going to meet us. He's going to comfort us. He's going to even bring us some joy, as he did with Job. Um, and so I just wanted to encourage folks that way and just let people know that if you think you're alone, we've all been there. And there's many times I hit it, I, I'm alone. And I, yes. I want to think I know thousands of people. And I sit in my chair and I just sit and I just read and I try and listen um, to what my Savior has to say and he always always brings me comfort Man, I love it, Blaine. It's so true. Um, and folks, and if you are alone out there and God does love you, he does want a relationship with you, reach out to him. It doesn't matter what you've done in your life. He's a forgiving, he's a merciful God. This is a time of love this year. He just wants to give that love to you. Reach out just tell him, Lord, I messed up in my life, man. I really did. I repent of my sins. I need you. Please come into my life. And I guarantee you, he will. And he will give you peace. Trust on that peace. He will give you the peace. So don't let the devil tell you that you're not worthy. And don't let him tell you that stay away from people. People just hate you. There's people that really care for you. And so just want to say that, guys. The last word before I close. Yeah, for me, I agree with what Blaine was saying. There's no reason to be alone. That's usually something that we create in our mind because God is always there. And, you know, sometimes uh, I sit there and I just don't feel like God is near. I know he is, but I just don't feel it. And I talk to him anyway. I figure... What the heck? He, he's gonna he's gonna hear me whether he's sitting next to me or whether he's in heaven. He hears your prayer, so you're never alone. You can always speak out. Tell him what your problem is, Absolutely. and let him deal with it. Absolutely. And I always want to encourage folks. You know, we're very thankful uh, we get to be on this radio station at K Praise. Keep K Praise on your dial. Listen to some messages through the holidays. Um, listen to the messages when you're up and when you're down. They've got great teachers and. Uh, Stay in, stay in worship. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you that number, folks, so hope your pens and papers ready. Here we go. It's 619-252-0060. Again, that number is 619-252-0060. That's Ed's number. Reach out to him. Tell him that you want a Bible. We'll get you one out there. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Goodwill, Kim, and... Anna, hey, thank you for helping us supply the homeless with the clothes. We want to give a shout-out to Javier. Hey, Javier, man, we sure love you and your family for helping us give the food. That's Javier's from Sombreros. They own them. And so if you want some good Mexican food, there's a good place to get some. Also, we want to give a shout-out to Tim and Jeremy. Jeremiah, Jeremy, excuse me. Hey, over there, Skyline. Hey, thank you so much for helping us help the homeless. And Steve Forsyth, we didn't forget you. Hey, um, Del Cone Western Church, thank you for helping us. Folks, remember, it's not a lonely time of the year. It's a joyful time of the year. So don't be lonely. Invite God into your heart. And may God bless you and love you like he always does. 
Folks, have a good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.